Hello, NGFA members. It's Bobby Frederick, Vice President of Legislative Affairs and Public Policy. Uh, we're trying something new out today uh, called Elevator Pitch, an NGFA podcast that takes a look at some of the happenings and policies important to you, our members, on Capitol Hill. These are intended to be shorter, consumable bites at some of these uh, policy issues. Uh, we hope you'll enjoy it. Please send us your feedback. The Elevator Pitch for today, October 7th, 2021. It has to do with all the momentous dead dates and deadlines that are coming down Congress's alley this fall. The first one, let's look at it, October 18th is when the debt ceiling is, is reached. That's according to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Uh, you know, Looking at the Treasury website, it appears that the uh, debt ceiling has been suspended or raised nearly 80 times since 1960. Uh, it basically is the amount of money that's already been spent on obligations like entitlement programs, uh, military salaries, uh, interest on the debt, etc. So in, in, in effect, this is uh, making sure that we have the authority to borrow money to cover those obligations. And October 18th is when we're supposed to reach that. Uh, short of that, uh, the U.S. would enter into default, which economists say uh, it's never happened. Congress is always active, but economists says it could, it could lead to a recession, higher interest rates, uh, downgrading of the credit rating. So pretty serious ramifications. Politically, uh, here's where it gets a little tricky. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has been uh, warning Democrats since July that uh, they shouldn't expect Republicans to help on this because uh, Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the White House, as you know. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Leader Schumer on the Democratic side is arguing that uh, the last time the debt ceiling was raised was in 2019, two years ago, and the majority of this debt was raised under the previous uh, administration, so Republicans have an obligation to help out. Uh, it was looking like a pretty high-stakes stare-down, uh, unfortunately, uh, but last night, Senator McConnell offered a short-term way out of this, which would be, uh, and they're working on this as we speak, a uh, short lifting of the debt limit until the month of December. So that would avoid a default. Uh, so we're going to be watching that very carefully. I expect something to be ironed out there. Again, it's never happened before, uh, but it all comes down to McConnell's view that Democrats should use budget reconciliation, which is just shorthand for a process for 51 votes to pass something, uh, as opposed to the normal Senate rules where you need 60 votes to pass something. So McConnell views uh, this uh, as a responsibility of the Democrats because they're also working on a multi-trillion dollar social spending bill. Uh, and we will see how this plays out if this agreement's reached. We're looking at the month of December. Uh, so the next deadline I want to look at is Halloween. Uh, October 31st, 2021, that is when service transportation programs expire. Now, uh, in the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, the $1.2 trillion uh, hard infrastructure bill, which includes a bevy of priorities for the ag industry, for NGFA members, uh, roads and bridges, uh, funding, uh, broadband, locks and dams, electric grid, even cybersecurity, a lot of investments to shore up a lot of these uh, modes of transportation, which have been atrophying for a long time and, and, and need more investment. Uh, so that was supposed to be voted on a week ago. Last Friday, Speaker Pelosi had promised her moderate Democrat members, you will get a vote on this uh, by the end of September in exchange for your vote to allow a, a budget process to move forward. Uh, well, last week came and went. Friday night, I know you were all up watching C-SPAN just like I was. Uh, so I don't need to tell you that that vote never happened because progressive Democrats uh, are insisting that that social infrastructure bill, the long-term health care, uh, the free community college, the 
child care and uh, climate spending bill goes uh, first, passes first. They want that to go through before they will give their votes for the uh, transportation infrastructure bill. So that is at a stalemate as well. Uh, within the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act was a five-year extension of all those highway programs. Uh, but since uh, Congress did not pass that last week in the House, they had to act quickly over the weekend to extend it for five years. Uh, uh, sorry, through for a month. So uh, on October 31st, they will expire again, and I expect them either to have passed the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, so a full five years, or uh, they'll have to short-term extend it again, maybe even into December, because that is our next deadline. December 3rd is when government funding runs out. Uh, Congress uh, avoided a shutdown last week, but don't clap too hard. Uh, they just kicked the can down the road to December 3rd. Now, uh, this is common. Uh, they usually need an end-of-the-year holiday season deadline to really force focus and force compromise. Uh, I think you take a look at back in 2019, they ended up passing a government funding bill on December 21st. Uh, and in 2017, they ended up passing a spending bill on December 19th. So it's not uncommon for Congress to save this work until the very end of the year. Uh, and I expect it to happen again this year, uh, just historically. And also, Congress has done something interesting after uh, over a decade. They've brought back in some form earmarks. Uh, now that is congressionally directed spending. Uh, love them or hate them, earmarks uh, have helped get things done in the past. And the argument from Congress is, we know our districts, we know our states better than people who work in government buildings out in the nation's capital. We should be able to focus some of these resources at projects we care about. NGFA uh, has been supporting the work of a few congressional members who've been instrumental in securing funding for uh, locks and dams on the upper Mississippi and Illinois water waterway. In particular, uh, the Nest Project, new 1,200-foot locks on the upper Mississippi River, uh, it's never received construction funding, but if Congress is able to come to an agreement, this would be the first time uh, in the pr project's 15-year history that it actually gets money to break ground. Uh, that's important, and we want to thank Congresswoman Sherry Bustos, Democrat from Illinois, Ashley Hinson, Republican from Iowa, uh, and Senator Dick Durbin, uh, Democrat from Illinois, and Senator Roy, Roy Blunt, Republican from Missouri. That is the type of project that's included in one of the bills NGFA uh, is taking an interest in. We really want to get these projects done and, and to fruition. So in a nutshell, that is our elevator pitch for today. December is going to be a very momentous month in Congress uh, with uh, the debt ceiling likely to be, have to be resolved then, uh, potential infrastructure action, and then government funding. Uh, let us know what you think about this. Shoot us a note at bfrederick, B-F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K at NGFA.org. Thank you for your ears. Thank you for listening. Appreciate your membership. Uh, and until next time when we have another elevator pitch for you to listen to. Bye-bye.